0: Welcome back to Starkville's House of El Krypton. This episode for the Krypton episode "Ghost in the Fire." I'm Frank. I'm Derek. Lane, you sound different. Uh, I have a cold. Th- cold this week. You sound uh, northern. Well, <laughs> uh, the north remembers Frank. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, everybody, welcome, welcome to I've the been... podcast. Everyone's favorite uh, dad <laughs> joker, Robin Birch. <laughs> I've
1: been exposed. Derek would never make a Game of Thrones joke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is true. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining. Oh, thank for you joining. so much.
1: Yeah, thank you uh, for for inviting me on. I, I've been a listener since the beginning. Big fan of you two. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I think it's uh, only, uh, you know, just like a perfect thing to do because uh, I do a podcast, the iZombie podcast with Robin and Steph. And one of the stars of that podcast, uh, or podcast, uh, one of the stars of the show, uh, Raul Coley is actually like good friends with, uh, Seg So in real life. So it's, well, yeah, I was, I was thinking there, there has to be a crossover eventually.
0: Uh, event, sooner or later that has to happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so. funny. That's, that's pretty <laughs> neat. Yeah. I mean you, you go back, I mean your history with shoe goes back to, was it season nine or 10 that you were, you co-hosted?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Season nine. Season nine. I, in into 10 maybe it was 10 no i think it was 10
0: i don't know i was around a while <laughs> you were you were around for a while um yeah man that, those were crazy crazy old days of uh of shoe back in the back in the smallville days but uh hey good to have you here derek is off on assignment uh but uh fun 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 fact uh a little peek behind the curtain i guess is that uh you know derek and i will sort of switch off who writes the who recaps uh, each episode, and this week's recap was done by Derek, so he's here in spirit. He's here in spirit, and uh, and he's here in dad jokes. He speaks through you, and mm-hmm. like every once in a while, your eyes are gonna go black as you read his notes. Oh my god, he's totally the brainiac to my seg, isn't he? <laughs> oh my god, this is this crazy. Well, we're gonna do our best to to fill those fill those shoes, not not those shoes, fill that cape left behind by Derek, uh, and uh, and and you know, just two just two old school shooligans talking about. Superman stuff. So yeah. <laughs> this this uh, this week's episode, so season two, episode two, Ghost in the Fire, written by Kirsten Van Horn and directed by Mark Roskin. And this, I feel like the previously on segment uh, this week really opened with a lot of stuff, right? Because we got... Uh, Zod and Lyta talking about not seeing Doomsday in six months, and then we see those skimmers mm-hmm. searching in the Outlands and getting more than they bargained for. We see Wegthor and Jackson and Val and the rebellion and everybody gathering underground, and uh, all this, all this stuff, you know, beginning as uh, as as a look back at the previous episode, but then also just mm-hmm. sort of uh, getting getting back into getting back into things.
1: I appreciate it because you know I, I'm I'm you know I'm I'm. You know, listen to this podcast. So I'm, I guess I'm more than a casual fan of, of Krypton. A casual fan probably is just like, you know, it's just another show. Uh, I am a fan of this show, but I'm definitely one that needs reminding of what the heck happened uh, during 10 episodes, uh, 10 hours of my life last year, you know,
0: right, right. Well, I mean, it was a lot. It was a lot of process. Yeah. And there was a lot of nuance and complexity to it. And a lot of characters who all ended up in different places. So it's helpful to have like, you know, even on uh, the second episode into the season, have a little just reminder of like, here are the important things that are going to play out. Very helpful. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. as we catch up with Seg and Adam on Kolu, uh, they, they've been tied up. Uh, see, this is what I love. I love Derek's and uh, his, his little, little Southern affectation tied together betwixt a tree. Uh, <laughs> the duo awakened to find Lobo picking his weapon of choice to mutilate them. Aww.
1: Yeah, Lobo is... A, I, I, I made a note here that Lobo regards his mace mates like Fozzie the Bear. He goes, <laughs> ah! <laughs> and then we look over to Adam, who is, who is sleeping like a Muppet.
0: <laughs> that is true. That is true, yeah. That's very true. Yeah, the whole... The, the Zeta Beam goes right into the creek. And, uh, and then I love that Lobo starts calling Seg Seagull. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah, it's... I, I'm kind of mixed on it, because i love the fact that he's causing this because the the name seg l is is ridiculous to an earthling that's right uh, and i'm not sure what race logo is but but uh, probably ridiculous to him too but uh i just hope it doesn't stick i hope we don't you know hear our lead character being called at like f- fan conventions
0: seagull <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> i love it because uh you know jerry Siegel is one of the creators of superman and that's definitely where the name seg l came from uh-huh. so i love that they were just very like meta about it, and and <laughs> went went right for that. Uh I, I love that. I love his whole list of all his many nicknames: the main man, assassin of royalty, scourge of the cosmos, the last Sarnian, machete man, master frag. All these different names. Uh, oh, you, you skipped one. What, what are you... we
1: allowed to say what he says? <laughs> I don't. I don't podcast? know that we are. <laughs> oh man, because because I mean, if it's said on the show, like as a rule from my my. My podcast, any podcast I do, is if it's said on the thing that I'm covering, I can say it. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, you know, but uh, so it's up to you. You should, should I say say it? because it's not exactly the the, the word itself. It, it is kind of a... I, I definitely liken it to I I, I immediately think of Johnny Dangerously.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the bad guy in there in that movie constantly calls people "fucking bastards" and. Yes. It's so funny that Lobo uses Bastage. I know, I know. I wonder if, like, the original writer uh, was a Johnny Dangerously fan. You know, because I wonder Lobo, how old is Lobo as a character.
0: Uh, he can't be older than the uh, 80s. Lobo. Lobo, 90s. I think I like want to say goes back to like the eighties. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, he he was. I think it was. Um, He was definitely more of a villain when he started Mm -hmm. uh, and then kind of in the 90s after the whole, you know, when like Punisher and Wolverine really came to more more prominence in like the the 90s comic boom. I think he kind of had a resurgence as a D.C. was uh, like, we got
1: one. Yeah, basically,
0: (laughs) yeah, we've got our own. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Heard you kids like cable. Guess what? Um. Yeah, I feel like that's and
1: motorcycles,
0: that's... huh? <laughs> uh, uh, come on, uh, just try it. Just try it. You'll like it. My I, my first uh my first exposure to Lobo was in the Superman the Animated Series. Same here. Yeah. And when
1: when it was announced that Lobo was going to be on this show, I was like, oh, because <laughs> that, <laughs> that character is just obnoxious constantly. And this this one is obnoxious too, but I don't know. He's just more likable than uh, Brad Garrett's.
0: Yeah. I don't know, he's... Or sexy, I don't know. He's, yeah, he's, <laughs> Emmett Scanlon brings a uh, sort of a, a lovable anti-hero <laughs> aspect.
1: He's, he always seems to, you know, especially when the when the guys are tied to the tree, he's always, you know, standing there, basically, you know, skull belt in the, or the person's face. Yes. You know? <laughs> just <laughs> really just presenting.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, boy, boy, is he. And he really, like, he's, like, parading this whole time, right? Because he does the whole bit about his name means, oh, it means he who devours his enemies entrails and enjoys it. Ha! Just kidding. I don't know <laughs> what it means. I killed my parents before they could tell me.
1: <laughs> what exactly is the Archbishop of the First Celestial Church? Oh, yeah. Of the Triple Fish God. <laughs> that,
0: okay, what? that that's actually... Douglas
1: Adams stuff dropped at the end there. It, Oh, like,
0: isn't it, though? It really is. That, I believe, is a reference... Uh... I... Oh, man. Uh, I think that is a reference to, like, 52, or it's a comic reference of some kind, Okay, Um, believe it or not. So that actually, uh, that that rung, I I can picture a panel with him, like, sort of dressed in sort of a mock cleric, clerical garb, uh, talking about being the, yeah, being part of the Church of the Triple Fish God or whatever. So I, I feel like that came from, I can't remember which, someone will certainly let me know it's gotta
1: be some like rundown church to let a guy like him walk well in I think like, he found oh, yeah. it I think he may oh, have found he's, it he's yeah I think it's okay. one of those things
0: I, I don't remember if it was from 52 or DC Rebirth or you know Darkest Night or one one of those sort of very very important crossover comic events but I remember it being in, in one of those somewhere so yeah I think that's where that comes from it's a that's a nod for comic fans do you know
1: any of the other references like a Zarnian what is a Zarnian I think you know? that's his race I think oh,
0: okay. I think that's his race. I
1: guess that makes sense if he is the last one. So right,
0: right. Well, apparently he killed, apparently he the, killed the rest of them. Right.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: But uh, uh, yeah, he really he really wants to uh, he really wants to get after Brainiac. And Seg tells him, "Well, he's dead, and I can take you to the body for proof." So they they go off to to find the body of Brainiac in the woods.
1: He says, "Seg smells like a, a meadow." A meadow, I know.
0: <laughs> good to know. Sure no wonder. Does. No wonder sure. Lida loves him so much. Yeah,
1: can't get over it. like, Oh,
0: But he just smelled like a meadow,
1: and he's just got a calming presence, you know. He does, he does, yeah. <laughs> hmm. So, what do you want? Are you doing all the Colu stuff now, and you want to get to the other stuff after?
0: Uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of working my way through. I'm kind of working my way through what Derek wrote right here, and I, I, okay. I, like the way he's paced it. Where he's oh man, he's your your kinda... eyes just went black again. You... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing what Derek says right now. <laughs> I'm doing what Derek says uh, for the next. Uh, Forty-five point three minutes, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so back in Candor, Lida is talking about the the skimmers that uh, Doomsday destroyed. Uh, oh
1: yes, you know we we kind of skip past that, but yeah. I want I want a skimmer.
0: Those look so peaceful to drive. They do they look, look peaceful to drive, especially like over the... a meadow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I just love the controls, like the the little paddles that you kinda ha- place your palms over and just kinda glide, you
0: know? I know. I noticed I, that too. It was like not the usual sort of joystick type of thing or whatever. It was just sort of move your hand over this surface. It was very it was very futuristic looking.
1: You gotta watch out for Doomsdays, but besides that, it seems uh seems like a lot of fun.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Once you you know if if you can keep the, the genetic monstrosities to a minimum, they're very pleasant to drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I would actually name my uh, skimmer Meadow because, uh, uh-huh. yeah, it's just a, it feels like a calming vehicle. Yeah,
0: it does, it does. I feel like I feel like flying it over like water or something would be very yes. very calming. Just like with like a mountain off in the off on the horizon at sunset. Let's go to my Zen place. Let my eyes black over while Derek takes control. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Are you uh, there? <laughs> mostly. <laughs> mostly. Anyway. Anyway, uh, Lyda doesn't agree with Zod's decision to make the Rankless into Sagittarii because they haven't been properly trained. She wants to go to Wegthor and help oversee the training, um, get them ready for combat. Zod agrees they need to be better trained, but he doesn't want Lyda to go to Wegthor because she's too important to him. Uh, so he says, you can do the training here. Uh, and he assures her the battle for the moon of Wegthor will be Soon be over, and the resistance will be shattered. What a strange relationship this is, right? You know? <laughs> being being a father to your own mother,
1: yeah. Like, no, no, no. I'm your mother. I'm actually telling you what I'm going to right, do.
0: Right. But wait, I am the you know the older military
1: commander, so uh, this is weird.
0: <laughs> and being Azad, and being a good Sagittari, uh, you know, even though she's Primus, she still says like, "Yes, General," and follows orders. Yeah even though it's her freaking son. Ugh. And one of this
1: it's so funny cuz you know I again I'm I'm a little bit more than the casual fan, but when Zod is now being called Drew Zod, I guess it's to distinguish himself from yes, other Zods.
0: Yes, that is but, his uh, first name. That is Drew. His first name. It just seems Drew. like I know, right? But it's but it's DRU, Robin, not DREW. Uh okay. But if it was true, like if it was true like like from like a 90s like teen teen drama or something,
1: I'm, think, I'm thinking of Mr. Mr. Salmon, uh, Salmon uh, dancing oh. through the streets of Cleveland. You know.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hosting the Price Is Right. You know.
0: Yes, that's it. That's it. that's it. That gets a bell.
1: <laughs> yes, I got the bell. You got oh, the man. bell. Oh, I'm done. Okay, I'm good. Now. All right. <laughs> uh, you, <laughs> you can, can find go us here. at
0: kryptonpodcast.net. No. Um, yeah. Sorry, uh, rename
1: the podcast. We'll, we'll get to it. Oh, okay. All right. Get
0: to it, all right, we'll get to it, I guess. Uh, oh, right, 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 yeah, that's right, anyway, anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll get there, we'll get there. Uh, we're getting there soon, actually. Uh, Nissa's aboard that space elevator, which I still think space elevator is just about the worst name you could have for it, but that's know, actually what they call it. Great? it.
1: Isn't it great? Just imagine having a space elevator. Imagine we could just go to the moon on a space elevator. Oh, I know.
0: And they actually call it a space elevator. I'm like, what a dumb, freaking dumb name, but all right, whatever.
1: Imagine like some of the elevator rides you might've taken that are uncomfortable, but this one's going to be to the moon.
0: <laughs> so it's be- yeah. Like, Oh
1: man, like, you know, no left cheek sneaks in this space elevator. <laughs> There's like pool on the outside. Don't no. Yeah. No humming. <laughs>
0: Man, Hands if, to yourself. What if somebody hits every button on the space elevator? Oh, you know.
1: Gosh. Yeah. Like. Oh, great! I got to stop. You know. Go through A through Z of asteroids. Uh, <laughs> no, we're good. No, close. Uh, hit door
0: close. Hit hit. Can you door close. Door close. Door close. Oh man, that guy got out oh, of guy. oxygen. So
1: we really. The next one is going to kill us all. So thank <laughs> you, whoever did that.
0: <clears throat> oh man. Well, uh, so she's aboard the space elevator. Uh, Nyssa is with uh, several Sagittarii, uh, going up to Wegthor. Thor, and you know she's she's going to spy on the resistance, on uh, their comings and goings, while Zod holds on to Corvex as ransom, essentially. And uh, once she gets there, she's sort of turned loose, and you know, all right, go, go, be our spy. And they inject her with a serum that helps her breathe on the surface, and she she goes and makes her way to the rebel hideout. Okay, uh, first first thing yeah. I
1: want to say, uh, Nissa is one of the most gorgeous uh, uh, species, uh, you know, specimens of the the female species that I've seen. Uh, I, I am in love. Uh, I'm actually shipping her in Seg. Okay, because I mean, especially with Light's attitude this season, I'm just like, mm-hmm. eh, yeah. I'm more, I'm more, I'm more Nissa guy now.
0: You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I I get that. I mean, Wallace Day, Wallace Day is is she's wonderful in every conceivable way. Uh, and she's st- less call me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't tell my wife. <laughs> oh. Also,
1: the Sagittari jerk. Oh, that, that guy was a jerk. Did I stutter? No, 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 no. It's just yeah. weird hearing like a, somebody from an alien world saying, "Did I stutter?" Yeah, you know? I
0: know. It's Like, uh. oh, okay, <laughs> I see. I see. Krypton still has a holes. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Uh, back um, on Kolu, Lobo's telling Sagan and Adam about sort of summarizing the whole. Briniac came, bottled my planet, b- bottled my city, destroyed yeah. the rest of the planet. I came back, planet was destroyed. Kind of sucked. Um,
1: <laughs> oh man, I was I just got everything set up.
0: <laughs> you know, I was all ready to rule the whole thing, and then <laughs> poof, just, just yeah. The gone.
1: scorpion rattlers, you know, got it all set up for me.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, real really took a turn there.
1: Uh, by the way, uh, last last week you mentioned uh, where they film these woods scenes in Vancouver, and that's exactly what I was thinking when I, uh, you know, originally watched this. Uh, but the uh, the because the, the trees they look so much like, you know, any episode of like the X Files or the One Hundred or any sort of uh, yeah any supernatural any of those CW shows that film in the woods of Vancouver.
0: Yeah, but but it's but it's Belfast. Yeah, but 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 I totally I'm yeah, I'm with and you've been there. So you have more room to talk about that. But I I mean, to me, it looked like it looked a lot like the forest where, you know, that served as uh, as the island where Oliver got stranded in Arrow or or where Clark fought Bizarro at the beginning of season seven of Smallville. You know, like it looked like that same area of the woods, but I guess not.
1: I, I don't, and I don't know if it's you know it could be set decoration, but uh, the trees are definitely more green, mossy. You know, it seems like everything's really kind of sprayed down with a whole green moss, and you know right. it might be it might be natural or it might be something to make it more alien-like. But I think that's the only distinction. That the trees are definitely uh, it, it, it looks a lot like uh, uh, Vancouver, though. So I just wanted to say,
0: uh, I hear you. <laughs> All right, that was that that makes me feel that makes me feel a little better. Yeah, I, I feel like um, validated on that um seg's acting all weird giving like weirdly specific details about how exactly how many light years away things are and where brainiac is and like it's 7.3 minutes from where we are and that kind of thing one really cool little um easter egg that i caught this time around uh i watched it with the captions on and noticed that uh krypton was 19.138 light years away and that's pretty similar to 1938, which is the year Superman was first published in Action Comics number oh, one.
1: Oh,
0: nice. So I enjoyed that. Give yourself a bell. Thank you. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take the pity <laughs> bell. Uh, and uh, and when he talks about how far Krypton is, uh, Lobo, of course, says, did you say Crap Town?
1: <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It, you should be Shoe Crap Town now.
0: We're <laughs> Shoe Crap Town. <laughs> welcome to <laughs> cra- CrapTownPodcast.net
1: uh hey you might get a dot .com out of that one
0: hey <laughs> shoe
1: crapdown.com shoe craptown.com
0: uh that sounds like the place you go to get all your shoe crap right all your like the shoe merch right like, shoe Craptown is the place where we sell all the the t-shirt the misprint t-shirts
1: yeah, I'm sure Craptown.com is already taken, so you don't. You're probably not going to get that. But yeah. Craptown podcast
0: might might get lucky there. Hmm.
1: I and I love that Lobo says, and I'll censor myself, but I'd watch the s out of Craptown. I know. Because I we are watching series. the s out of Craptown
0: right We now. are. We are. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I I love how he he imagines a whole extrapolates a whole TV series out of it. And it's he's a, a, like, mus- ah.
1: a musical with puppets, yeah. which I. I think, isn't there some sort of like, you know, like P-Town or something like that? There's, oh, You're in Town. You're in Town. You're in it Town,
0: is. which is not the musical of Puppets, though. That's Avenue Q. So they took uh, a couple uh, things and put them together. Yeah. But, but hilarious either way.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's yeah. three mentions of, of Puppets
0: on, on the podcast so far. So hmm. Going. It's only a matter of time before Robin and I become Puppets.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Our eyes uh, like not the, only black over, but they go glossy.
0: Like that episode of, like an episode of Angel, where yes, yeah, Smile Time, yeah, Smile Time. That's right. At
1: Redemptioncast.wordpress.com. I'll just plug another podcast. There you
0: go. Oh man. Okay. Listen. Uh, we only have one person for that. His name is Steve. Um, oh. I don't think he'd appreciate.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, you checked out Geek Out Online. On <laughs> <geekbook.com>. <laughs> I'll throw one in for him too. <laughs>
0: Oh man! Ever th- ever since we became Craptown, things really have gone to crap. Uh,
1: <laughs> Honestly, you know, you know, uh, you know Derek's not here. The, 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 it's really weird for listeners, probably with my voice instead of Derek's. You probably could call this week Craptown. You know, the, the, this is Shoe Craptown, and we'll be back with Shoe Krypton next week.
0: <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah, Shoe Krypton is on hiatus while Shoe Craptown is the is the f- summer replacement. Um. Yeah. I don't know if we're gonna get picked up, but this might this might go the way of cooking with Steric. We'll see how that goes. Uh out in the outlands, Jaina and her brother Vidar are remembering is it Data, Veda, Veda, oh, is it Vidar? Vidar. I remember it's on Veda. Yeah. I I was thinking. It's uh well, you know, it's the Scriptonian names, man, you know. So yeah. Jana's odd and Vidarzad. Uh they're talking about the The Raoist creation myth, so this is sort of you know their like book of Genesis type of uh, yeah. creation myth uh Rao was father to all the gods, but Flamebird and her brother vok were for, were his first, and Vok was charged with building the world, and Flamebird was charged with building burning it all down, it was all about rebirth, and the cycle would constantly repeat, and the world would be cleansed through flamebird's fire and then replenished. Once Vok rebuilt it, and with each cycle, Vok was inspired to reimagine his work striving perfect- perfection until finally they created the planet Krypton.
1: Yeah, it's almost like uh, Lobo's the flame bird of whatever planet he's from.
0: Kind of, yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or, or Brainiac, even, is sort of, you know, oh, coming yeah, to yeah. burn things down. I also feel like there's some symbolism here in in the House of Zod itself where maybe Druzod is kind of the Flamebird uh, burning things down, and maybe Lyta or, or Jaina uh, will be the Vogue and rebuild things afterwards? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm actually thinking about a Flamebird puppet right now.
0: Hmm. I mean, we could
1: put that in the Shoe Krypton store. Sorry, Shoe Crap store. Uh, yeah, please. You don't want thank that you. on the actual yeah. site.
0: Yeah. No, no, we don't want to put that there. No one wants that stuff. Just the Crap listeners.
1: But yeah, yeah a, lot of, a, lot of people, a lot of people burning it all down, you know, and... Mostly bad guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. To create a better world. Yeah, a better tomorrow, if you will. It's
1: not the way to do it.
0: Nope, nope, nope. What you do way. it is
1: is blow it all up and send one out to Earth to to help That's everybody. It.
0: That's right. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That's definitely the right, the better way to do it. I love that they worked Flamebird in there though, because Flamebird has always been, or has long been, a part of you know Kryptonian mythology, and that is where you get Flamebird and Nightwing are oh, two kryptonian uh like deities and clark telling uh dick grayson about nightwing from krypton is what inspires dick to take the name nightwing on earth oh so, wow i did not know that there you go we'll, we'll uh little we'll tie in there again to the comics history so uh that made it. me happy from uh from that perspective from a, a comic reader perspective
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Lida is training her new Sagittari, the the former Reckless, and she's showing no mercy. I hate she's this.
1: she's I being hate this even more.
0: Bru- it is like Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai. It's it's more brutal than Jaina was.
1: Yeah, I don't know. She hasn't stabbed anybody through the hand yet. Well, her yeah, I guess, head, but
0: you know? but she she is holding strong and doing the whole like you know. Don't turn your back on your opponent for even a second. Don't show any hesitation. Don't, yeah. you know, because anything you do is a is a is a chance for your opponent to take advantage of you. She ends up sparring with one of the new guards because she keeps sort of seeing him as Seg. Keeps seeing his face yeah. like changing between his own face and Seg. Uh, his name is Lore Ran, uh, and after class, she kind of pulls him aside and. Has a moment where she's like, "Is this Seg? What's happening?" And when yeah. he makes a move on her, she, uh, she gets pretty angry and ends up beating the ever loving crap out of him. Like, breaks his jaw, beats him totally senseless. Of a savage, savage beating.
1: Yeah, not a big fan of Lida these days. I, so, do you think she's seeing Seg because she's going mad, <laughs> or because she's that she misses him that much that, uh, um you know she starts seeing him everywhere like
0: like, a a, like a love song i yeah sort of i think it i think it is more more like that where she is she's starting to see he it's been so long since she's seen him that he's becoming just a memory and and she's starting to see him in places that he's not because it's I don't know like the pain of of <clears throat> have you ever you know, this is this is silly but like have you ever been away from you know from a loved one for so long that you almost like forget their face you know like you need to look at a picture of them like not not quite forget their face but but it feels like you've forgotten their face i don't, I don't know if I'm well, making i am mean sense, it's a bit it's
1: been a while since atlanta frank so yeah i, yeah, you know, yeah, I know i know yeah. buddy uh oh, forgetting soon. but
0: yeah counting okay. down the days hmm. all right but uh <sighs> Yeah, uh, no, um.
1: <laughs> but, but I, you know, by the way, uh, murder shorts replaced with hammer pants. Uh, in the hammer the squad. pants. Uh, what's going on here? <laughs> Did they, were, you know, maybe I, maybe I didn't notice it before, but uh, yeah, all of a sudden we, uh, everybody's just baggy pajama pants. I don't know.
0: You might even call them bell bottoms. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> anyway. nice. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Thanks. (laughs) mm.
1: But I hate this Cobra Kai BS. It's the constant sucker punches. It's like, really, you know? No, no, no. Here's a lesson. Bam. <laughs> in face. No, no, no. <laughs> Obviously, you're not going to hit me back because I'm the one in charge here. Bam. Ah, see, you should always, uh, always be prepared for, you know, bam. Uh, see, this is where you made your mistake <laughs> Yeah, oh, it it is, out.
0: It is. It is constant, constant sucker punching and, and, like, intimidation, right? Because, like, I'm your superior officer. Do you really want to do that? Um, right. Yeah, for sure. But uh yeah, so she breaks his jaw. That's that's great. That seems
1: <laughs> Yeah. That that's seems like a healthy uh, reaction. Yeah, that's in the next scene, which which actually opens up with a jazz hands rehearsal, which that's I mean right. I'm behind that. You know, if we could do less sucker punches mm. and more jazz hands, I think uh Candor just, you know, unite under so, uh, you
0: know, the House of Zot. Now I'm just picturing all the puppets doing jazz hands like Ooh. Mm. <laughs> all we're on Craptown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> seg adam and lobo find brainiac's corpse and lobo uses a scanner uh and says that while brainiac's body's there his mind isn't uh and so he thinks that that they were they were bsing him he goes to attack attack them and seg seemingly uses the force to make lobo's weapon go flying elsewhere
1: <laughs> yeah this is uh this is I love Adam realizing that he's about to kill him and he screams, hey, unsubscribe, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't know what that came from. Like, does he have a podcast now or <laughs> Maybe. I, I have no unsubscribe. I
0: think he's just tired of Lobo's email list. You know, he's like, you know, this is enough. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. Life. You know, really
1: the, the conspiracy theories Lobo, and the constant bragging God. about killing everybody you know and oh, oh, come all on, the dip you do with
0: entrails. Really annoying. I have to hear one more time about how good those intestines tasted. I just uh... yeah. Gross. But yeah, the scanner then shows that the brainiac is actually inside of Seg. Shocker.
1: Yeah, uh this is the, the scene with a couple of rude gestures as well.
0: A couple. A couple of rude gestures. Yes, yes.
1: First question, he says, You had to answer my first question, and he holds up his middle finger. <laughs> and then, the, uh, uh, you know, when he says, Brainiac is inside you, is another, I won't describe the rude gesture. But, <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, I don't know. I'm still kind of, uh, you know, charmed. I'm, I'm like, Oh, man, Lobo is really making these guys look like idiots, you know? He's <laughs> charming. He is charming. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh,
0: and, and yeah, as for making them look like idiots, kind of. <laughs> Definitely
1: I'm ready for spin-off. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm ready yeah, for
0: spin-off. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um I I, I do think it feels a little soon, a little sudden. <laughs> crazy soon. Crazy soon, but I I I wish them well, honestly. I wish them luck with it because I I I think that Emmett Scanlon is awesome in this role and they 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 that's an amazing bit of bit of casting and they should they should definitely, you know, take advantage of it. I hope I hope the show is like. I I hope they have a good. I haven't heard any really anything about what the concept behind it is or or anything like that. But I hope it's all. Go- I hope it's as good as this show is because it'd be yeah. awesome to have a cool a good spinoff. And and then once you get one spinoff, then you know, then the question becomes, who else gets a spinoff? And you know, are we going to get something where just Darren vexes? You know, what, I want I want the buddy comedy with Darren and and Val L. Just, just like trapped in the Phantom Zone for like twenty years. <laughs> There's your odd couple right there. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. Did it? Did it? Uh. Yeah. You see. You see, like Val with the umbrella picking up whatever Darren was scraping off the side of that uh that cave, and um, I mean, I mean, you know, Darren smoking lots of Sog- stogies, mm, Be
0: good mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Totally. Totally. But he's he's dead, right? He's not. He's no. He's, he's dead. He's not yeah, coming back. I know. I know, yeah, he's dead. I'm bummed. I'm bummed. Um but although I mean he was terrible, so you know. He did, he kind of deserved it, but Yeah. Jackson Val, uh, hot off their nineteen seventy three single.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say if you were gonna say it, I was gonna say
0: it. <laughs>
1: back, going back to Weg Thor Tour. Yeah,
0: uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I say it I real. it sounds like, like Jackson Brown or something. Um <laughs> Jackson Valor planning an attack on the Sagittarii, uh, but they decide they need to draw the military underground into the tunnels where the rebels will have an advantage. And just then, they come across Nyssa. Uh, and she, she straight up tells them, I was sent to be a spy for Zod. She pleads with them, you know, help me get Corvex back. Uh, and uh, she, she knows that there's going to be a solar flare today. And she knows that Zod has been using solar flares, sort of. The solar flares throw off all the sensors and everything, and uh, he can use those as cover to um, uh, bring supplies uh, across uh, with the elevator and all of that. And so she gives them that information and says, "You know, this is a good time for you to stage an attack." Uh, She also tells them how Darren is dead and how it was all a trap to get her there and to get the baby and all that stuff. So they, they seem to, you know, Val trusts her. Um, Jax doesn't immediately trust her and sort of like, well, you're just a spy for Zod. Why should we trust you? Uh, but because she gives them that information, Jack, Jax is still cautiously optimistic, I think, but she definitely does seem to um believe her ultimately. And it seems like Nissa may be using them for like using their their trustworthiness uh against them
1: yeah I think it's anything to get back the baby right it's I, not like she's legitimately wants them to you know lose
0: yeah but. I she's still a vex right and I think she's still out for her for herself and right now her best interests are getting her baby back and and maybe then getting seg back as well mm-hmm. so yeah she's she's willing to tell them like they'll they'll believe her they'll trust her if she's like Oh, it's it's you know we both have a common enemy, um. So it's only it's only smart, it's only wise for her to do that.
1: And I love how we have Val in the uh, physical form. Uh, I mean, I did love having him as, uh, you know, the Jorel inside the fortress of sure. in season one. But uh, I don't know, he's just such a uh, a great presence, and you know, of course, I know him. Uh, again, again, this is not Derek Russell saying this. Uh, I know him from Game of Thrones, of uh, playing and Selmy, and who he was very. You know, like a very honorable knight and uh, a good uh, person for uh, Daenerys Targaryen to lean on, you know, in in times of trouble. Um, So I I just love his presence on this show as well. And uh, I love how the the resistance kind of like shows him a lot of respect for.
0: They do. Right. Like he's walking through the halls. He and Jax are walking through the halls and they're all like reaching out to just touch them and, you know, shake their hands or whatever.
1: And I don't know what's going on with Jaxer's eye, though. What is
0: that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Derek has a joke here that I think he was pretty proud of. Uh, Jack said we will take Nissa's information under advisement, but alerts a resistance fighter to keep an eye on her at all times. He literally oh, wrote just in one. Caps. Just one. And then he wrote I, like, in parentheses. Is that... <laughs> I'm serious. He really did. That's not a joke. Ha. <laughs> keep an eye. Ha! Waka waka! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. What is that
1: thing in her eye? Is it uh Is it just kind of like a placeholder? Uh, is I don't know. It, do you think, it a, do you you think it it's scope? like a
0: bionic eye?
1: Is it a, Yeah.
0: Is it a little little pistol? Is, it, ooh.
1: Pew pew. pew. <laughs> <laughs> it's very distracting. Very distracting.
0: It, it is pretty distracting. Yeah. Pew pew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh man. Seg and Lobo are squaring off. Uh, but Seg's got Brainiac's powers, telekinesis, I think telepathy. I got powers. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> oh, that was loud. Telepathy <laughs> too. <laughs> so so much fun in this scene. So oh my God. fun. Sorry. I'll let you read what you're. They, read. they said.
0: <laughs> did you see the photos from the set? There was a photo of uh, the three of them on set, in in costume and makeup and character, um, watching back like dailies. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're all huddled around like a monitor, and they're 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 watching, and they're all like cracking up, laughing out loud. <laughs> it's awesome. great, it's great. I'll I'll put a link in the show notes to that. Uh, I think uh, one of them tweeted it, so I'll 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 pop a link in the show notes because it was just it was just too much fun. Um, but yeah, they uh, they're they're facing off. Lobo's no match for for Brainiac's powers, uh, and Adam blasts a hole through Lobo. Seemingly killing him, but then they quickly realize that Lobo can regenerate, so they run off realizing that Lobo is going to regenerate, and they're not exactly prepared to deal with that.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. You totally skipped over the best part. Okay. This is something to us, and I was like, yeah, I know this one. <laughs> because I am a huge fan of uh, the Mission Impossible movies. Oh, yes, and, that's right, that's right. Oh, oh, my gosh. Seg getting up. And reloading his arms, channeling Henry Cavill uh, <laughs> from uh, Mission Impossible Fallout was amazing.
0: That was, was so so cool.
1: I, so, I so you cool. know he did it once and I was like oh, okay, so he did that kind of subtly you know, and then all of a sudden he does like both arms. I'm like oh my god, he's really doing it, <laughs> as if as if to make his muscles get better again and get stronger. <laughs> You know <laughs> the arms.
0: Now, does he grow uh, a mustache in the in the course of that gif? Is what I want to know.
1: Yeah. Mm. I, oh, yeah. That's right. It does. It pops out. I. Yeah. I, I don't. Know, I don't know if that's the quality mm. of the image mm. or what. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, such a classic <laughs> moment. And then Lobo, of course, uh, putting second into the sleeper hold and saying, "Shh, you're my yeah. little pony now," <laughs> which is like, "Ooh,
0: <laughs> I don't want to be your pony."
1: Lobo let me go
0: I know I know
1: my post, what will he do
0: <laughs> uh, yeah no the 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 fist pump thing was was super cool I'm also gonna throw that in the show notes because that's that's too good to pass up uh and too fun I I love that he tweeted that side-by-side comparison
1: I love that yeah oh God so good I, that was like I don't know one of my favorite moments of the episode
0: it was a it was a great great moment and uh uh one that you could miss if you weren't really looking for it uh to be honest but uh but i love love loved it oh man yeah so that was that is that is a fun little fun little uh easter egg a little wink and a nod for people who are in the know <laughs> chick, chick, boom uh and uh a- after having done that and after having taken out lobo uh they run off, and Seg doesn't quite understand how Brainiac's inside him. You know, Adam talks about, you know, with Rom in the voice of Rao, Brainiac was behind the wheel, but Seg seems to be in the driver's seat this time. But Seg says he doesn't know how long that's going to be. Yep. Um, and, and then he he does sort of a... He taps into his Brainiac side and says, mm, I've got it for 2.37 more hours until Brainiac take, takes over. A Shining reference? The, uh, two, oh, look at that. I don't know why, hmm. but...
1: Maybe. I think it's I mean,
0: 37. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'll take it. I'll take also, it. The also, heal, the healing factor is three point four one four minutes is when he's he yeah. going to get up. I don't know what 3.14 might be a
0: reference mm. to. Other than pie? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lobo hungry.
1: juice in my mouth. No! Mm-hmm. Oh! Back. Wow. Also a little compare and contrast and, and this may be on purpose too. When Lida beats uh Lor Loran's um mm. face in, there's there's a bit of blood there. When Lobo is beating the, the heck out of Seg's face, there's no blood or bruising.
0: Happening. Oh, interesting. Good good uh, observation. And I don't know if that's because he's the star of the show. Right.
1: (laughs) And they just kinda mess that up. Can't play him up that much. I don't know. That's some sort of healing factor himself, maybe? I don't know.
0: That's interesting. I wonder if it has something to do with being on under the red sun versus not.
1: I mean, the only really comparison that I can think of right now, like who else might have been infected by Brainiac. Uh (laughs) That I can think of is from another show. Mm,
0: mm-hmm, uh, actually, yeah, just having Brainiac in him is probably enough. Yeah, uh, to make him make, to prevent that from happening. So there, yeah, I would I would go with that. That's probably enough of a, of a reason right there. Hmm. 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 Okay. Well, I buy it. I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Uh, over at Craptown, Crap Um <laughs> Jax tells Nissa that her info does check out about the solar flares and they're gonna they're gonna go ahead and try to intercept the sagittari uh and nissa tries to cozy up to jack's but jack's not really having it and she's sort of like all right yeah d- d- easy d- d- she's her mom right uh maybe okay oh so it's it's a it's questionable a lot of the family <laughs> relations in this uh this show are very questionable a lot a lot of things are very questionable that's right um Speaking of family relationships, uh, Jaina and Vidar are making their way through the Outlands, uh, and, you know, she says, she always thought it was a myth that you can breathe out there in the Outlands without respirators, but it turns out it's true. Enough time out there and your physiology will adapt. And Vidar says, yeah, I wish I'd known that when we were kids, when you left me out here for dead. Which she apologizes for, and she realizes she should have come back for him, and, uh... You know, it's
1: the whole atmosphere thing, like kind of a retcon. They're like, well, we need to have Jane out in the Outlands, and we know she doesn't have any respirators on her. You know, well, so we'll, we'll see you can get used to it.
0: Uh, it turns out if you just stay out there, you get used to it. Weird. Anyway, uh, moving on. Her face <laughs> is uncovered now, so that's good. Uh, yeah, that probably, probably is something of a of a retcon. But they make it work here. They make it work, you know, making yeah. it where he's sort of like, yeah, I wish I'd known that when I, when I was terrified of dying she ends up talking about, you know, how she regrets following her father's wishes and living her whole life thinking her brother was dead. And she says the house of Zod builds killers. I won't do it anymore. Uh, and uh, t-
1: which, uh, again, I, you know, again, I am such like, I, I, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of the whole Sagittari and the, you know, Jaina putting a knife through Lida's hands at the beginning of the last season and just how like cruel it is to do that and now it's like now she's like oh i've i've lost my rank and i'm stuck out of know i will never i will never hurt people again
0: yeah easy to say when you're on the bottom right
1: yeah yeah exactly whatever
0: (laughs) yeah but but it does seem like true growth on her part and and uh after they make it to a series of outposts she says it's time for her to continue on her own and then he vidar just disappears and you see that yeah. there's when there's been one set of footprints in the snow this entire time uh and that it it was really just the memory of her brother that was helping her survive these harsh conditions and and she was sort of making her peace with him i don't know spiritually i guess was um, he jesus was that, he was he, he was carrying jesus? her the whole time he
1: was carrying her the whole time, yes. I, I thought time. it would be a funny ending to the scene where it's just like she turned, you know, we see there's only one footprint as she's walking away. And then all of a sudden, just to really mess with Krypton viewers' heads, all of a sudden Jaina disappears too. Just like, <laughs> like, what? Were, were we having a vision? There hasn't <laughs> been <laughs> a Jaina Zod here happening? in 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jaina's been dead since the beginning of season one.
0: What? Whoa. Spooky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh she ends up going to a bar out, an an outpost bar which felt <laughs> very musislly very <laughs> we- you know we had the crypt we had the candor cantina and and now this is like the the outlands uh, cantina uh and and it's, it's very much like an old western right where like she walks into the bar into the saloon and uh and as those saloon doors close behind her the you know immediately she's being told no, we don't serve your kind here yep but uh, and then and then and then to keep going with the old west metaphor uh the cops come uh, the sheriff comes in right the Sagittari comes come in and they say oh we're looking for an outlaw we're looking for a for a traitor and well even actually before that you
1: know that whole thing where she knocks him out and she looks at the the bar and says anyone else think i'm jane azad that's right that's that's very cowboy right there very
0: cowboy very very like very like Han Solo. Like, sorry about the mess. <laughs> yeah. Flip him a credit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh but when the Sagittari do come in looking for her and the bartender gives her up, she she takes care of them pretty quickly with the help of one of the patrons who turns out to be Dev M. Ah, uh, the
1: house of Zod that builds killers. I won't do it anymore. Yeah, right.
0: Unless I need to.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. uh yeah, good to see
0: Dev. Good to see Dev. Good to see him back in the picture. Uh, it's it's amazing what ha- how much has happened in only six months, right? How how far removed everybody is from everybody else, and it's like, whoa, you're here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Drouzod asks Lida what happened. You know, with what happened with the guy with the broken jaw. There, he yeah. uh he was pretty uh he's pretty bloodied up. Uh, what uh, what'd you do there, Mom? What'd you do? Yeah. And. She tells the truth. She's like, you know, he reminded me of, well, sort of, it vaguely is sort of, he reminded me of somebody I knew. Somebody and, that so, I knew. You know, somebody that I used to know. Yeah. It's so weird how she talks
1: about him, you know? It's like, she acts like she hasn't seen him in, like, 20 years, where it's only been, like, you know, six months or so? Six you said? months! And they have, like, holograms of him all over the place, as if, like, I don't know, he's...
0: But I guess, you know, she thinks he's dead and yeah. and doesn't. Know. The others have figured out, wait, if Brainiac's still around, then then maybe he's still alive, too. But I don't mm-hmm. think she's figured that out yet. So as far as she knows, he's dead. Right. So she's still grieving, I guess.
1: And and also, yeah, the whole thing where Zod talks about Sega is if he's the father of him.
0: Right. Because she's she's going on about. You know where you see progress, I see what isn't there anymore. And she's talking about, you know, the 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 changes that they've made physically. But she's also really she's talking about Seg and how how much she still, just all she can think about is how much she can't go on without him. Right. And Zod is reading between the lines and brings her Corvex, saying, "Listen, Seg lives on in the baby. Seg lives on in me." Um that's and, uh, how we go and on. then
1: Leda immediately sees Qu- Seg's face on the baby and just begins beating the heck out of the baby. <laughs> it's crazy. What happened to her?
0: Oh man, she was un- unhinged, completely unhinged. Uh, oh
1: anyway, I-, I think that's it for life. I don't think anybody is going to trust her anymore. I mean, a baby? Oh,
0: come on. Anyway. the baby had a coming Uh <laughs> Yeah. So, so they talk about making Seg's sacrifice count, and you have to let go of the past. Uh, if you want to heal the pain, you have to embrace the future. Let's build a new future together for Seg. Uh, and then, yeah, she does say you're right. She does say Core looks just like Seg. Good thing she does. not <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: like... Yeah, and Zod just kind of chuckles with very serious eyes. Oh, you know, man.
0: Like, is he man? is. I don't know what he's thinking. He is manipulating the ever-loving crap out of her. Is what he's doing.
1: Yeah, but it's almost like he—I don't know. Do, do you think he fears that baby, or, or? I think he
0: knows. I think that baby. I think Corvex becomes somebody of note. Jorel? Maybe Jorel. I mean, Cor and Jor are not that far off, um, mm-hmm. and I could see. I could see something where they're like, you know, you were a Vex, uh, but but whatever the events of the show are, you know, we're going to make you an L and we want to change your first name to, so you're not Corel, you're jor I could see that. Yeah. I mean,
1: it, I mean, uh, Lida nearly beat the L out of you when you were a baby. <laughs> uh, but, uh, luckily, uh, General Zod of all people saved you. So <laughs> yeah. go figure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Does- I wouldn't be surprised if, if like Zod knows that this, this baby is going to become someone important and he's like almost, yeah, Almost protecting them, in a way. The father yeah. of my greatest enemy.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. How does Zod see Seg as his dad, though? Because Lyda's not pregnant. Is it a
0: right. is Zod
1: from a different timeline? Or... I, think,
0: I think he must be, because he's changed, you know, it's skewed off. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, changed yeah, the timeline yeah. now. But the thing about that is that last season... You know it was it was more like back to the future part one rules time travel rules because like the cape was disappearing right right so is it is this like back to the future part two now where where we did skew off and so there can be more than one delorean and, and more than one marty and more than one doc in the same place i i guess um i guess it must be more like that yeah
1: yeah hmm. I, I don't know. I get I get I get a little confused about the whole parentage thing.
0: So <laughs> Well, just to make matters worse, uh, that's when <laughs> Nissa gives Zod a hologram call. And, um, you know, she's like she confirms to us that she is she's double crossing the resistance uh, and it's all in service of getting the baby back. And Zod insists I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Sorry, I had to do it. Yeah, I was, you uh, did. You had to do it. I'm not going to give you the just, bell, though. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. You have to be punished for your actions. hope <laughs> you understand. Your actions have consequences. <laughs> How do we unring a bell? <laughs> it's like the sound Maybe of just a... a wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Zod's all like, get that codex immediately, and... She's all like, "I'm doing my best," and he's like, "Ah, do better. Get that Kodak back where it came from, or so, help, so me. help me. So help me. So help me." And hey, co- <laughs> wow, obscure Monsters Inc. references. I like it. I yes, like it. I earned it. Yeah. All right. Wow. Yeah. Somebody has kids. Um. Yeah. So so uh, Adam and Seg find the Zeta Beam in the in the creek, uh, and then they have a very serious conversation. Seg is talking about how he can't return. To Krypton. Now they have the Zeta beam. He can't return to Krypton with Brainiac still inside of him. Uh it's too big of a risk, and it's it's bigger than him. So uh, you know, Adam's like, You're right. We have to figure out a way to get Brainiac out of you before we, we leave here. And he's like, Yeah. Or maybe just kill me. Ooh. And Adam's all like not gonna do it, but as he's <laughs> as he's uh as he's resisting that, Seg's eyes grow darker as Derek's Control. I mean, Brainiac's control strengthens. <laughs> yes, them. and that is where we leave our heroes.
1: We need to have a little exorcism. I think.
0: I think so. Yeah, I think. That, I mean, the, um... in
1: the small in Smallville, that when Brainiac was kept out of, taken out of, you know, she, she who won't be named, uh, oh. uh it, it seemed like an exorcism. So, it was. Um, yeah. I wonder if it's going to be the same kind of thing.
0: Uh interesting. Interesting. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean yeah you're you're very right like it was like a i mean they it was like an exorcism it was drawing out drawing the spirit out essentially right yeah um so yeah how does that how does that get translated here very interesting any other any other theories for for 203 and beyond for for where we go from here
1: uh, no, hopefully, hopefully Lida stops seeing Seg everywhere and starts, I don't know, it's a little weird and kind of, I feel kind of gross about it, like, like, of course it's coming from Zod, here Lida, I know it will make you feel happy because you are a woman, take mm, this baby, it is <laughs> baby will gross. be your identity now
0: It is a little gross, right? Like, make your <laughs> life, make this other person's life your life Yeah, yeah Yeah, so um But but he he has very specific intentions, it seems, with that. Like the look on his face is pretty unmistakable that he is doing he has very specific um intentions for manipulating her in this way. So what that wow. all looks like, I, I yeah. can't yet say. But
1: is it is, is is does he want her to uh raise, you know, potential Jorel as a Sagittari, you know. To, so you know, his greatest enemy will be defeated before he's even born. Mm. Um, yeah. I
0: don't know. It also makes me, you know, I still wonder about Doomsday, right? And, and where Doomsday mm. is going to pop up next. Because... Oh, man,
1: Doomsday is going to punch that baby.
0: <laughs> Doomsday oh, no. is going to see Seg's face on the baby.
1: <laughs> you remind me of someone I knew a long time ago. I saw him through the glass. Now, I do, you,
0: love. do you think at some point Lobo and Doomsday meet up and fight?
1: Oh, please, please, that'd be a cool uh, fight. Gods, uh, please, please, Flame Bird and, and, and then <laughs> give us a Lobo versus Doomsday fight. Yeah, and you know, pl- with uh, Sag and Adam just kind of sitting back and watching it and commenting on it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like just making like noise. Oh, yeah. so
0: they've got like the popcorn and put on your murder shorts.
1: Sag, <laughs> it's murder. It's murder hammer pants now.
0: <laughs> murder hammer pants is one of the greatest things.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I also wonder if like are, are Jana and Dev uh, going to try to strike up a resistance on their own or are they going to get up to Thor too?
0: <clears throat> yeah. What happens there? Are they are they going to be like their own just sort of band of rebels off off on the side?
1: I mean, do you see Jaina teaming up with, like, Val and Jax?
0: I don't know. I don't know that I do. I don't know yeah. that I do. Um, she seems to be pretty determined to do this on her own, right? She, she. I mean, even though her brother wasn't there because um, Jesus was carrying them. She does say, like, you know, all right, I have to move on from here. Am I? Like, she does seem determined to, to make right all of her wrongs herself. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hope that she ends up being sort of Lita's saving grace, and maybe she kind of pulls back Lita from the brink of darkness.
1: Oh, that's true. She could be used in that way too. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool.
0: But cool. I don't know. I don't know. I, I like the the thread of family connections throughout this episode and how you have Drew and Lyda and you have the you know connection between Jaina and her brother and and her her sort of remote connection with Lyda if you will. Yeah. And and the motivation that that um nissa has is all about her baby like there's all it's all family connections driving all this stuff forward right and i i really like that that's that's throughout the entire episode um that's the that's the whole thing so who's the the episode's called ghost in the fire who's the ghost in the fire
1: well i mean also you know with gina uh, you know gina seeing her brother and uh Lida seeing Seg. Yes, I mean it's almost like they're ghosts, and the fire. Obviously, we have we had the whole Flamebird story, so it's I don't know. So there's
0: your so there's your ghost, and there's your fire,
1: and Lida holding on to the memory she had before it was all burned down, like the yeah. ghosts from destruction. There you go.
0: Yeah, yeah. There you go. I like that. I like it. Cool. Well, dude, thank you so much for, for joining us. Uh,
1: oh, it's such a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on, on uh, another Chew show. It's Appreciate
0: always, it. always good to chat with you. Uh, wh- why don't you tell people where they can find you elsewhere on your 37 <laughs> other podcasts?
1: I'll <laughs> uh, go, go, quick. Okay. So Twitter's at El Robinero. Uh, you can uh, listen to me, uh, uh, drive Derek and Sheena nuts on round three uh, you can listen to me uh, recap with my friend Steph the last uh, season of iZombie on uh, the iZombie podcast of Robin and Steph. And uh, I also binge cast with my friend Steph uh, different shows. We actually went through the entire series of Smallville just like four to five episodes at a time and did podcasts about it. It took a whole year, but we got through all 10 seasons, which is a, a major feat to me. The, the so- fact
0: that it only took a year to get through 10 seasons is impressive. <laughs>
1: Yep. We started on July 4th. It was very American <laughs> mm. and, and we were finishing up right around uh, the end of June, the following year. Uh, so it was a major, that's, we don't want to wait. That's a binge cast. So if you're into like watching TV in mass and uh, maybe you like a show that we covered, uh, check it out.
0: Right on. Yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure. Um, you can of course find us over at Craptown No, sorry. Crypt <laughs> uh, email us at mail. At cryptonpodcast.net. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Shoe Krypton, uh, And uh, you can follow. Did you me say at-
1: Craptown? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you can follow me at Frank Ramlins. You can follow Derek at WD Russell. Uh, those are all the places to find us. Please make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, that matters so so much more than you know Uh, but really you can find us on any podcast player so rate and review us on any podcast player of choice Uh, wherever you can find podcasts you can find this one Uh, thank you so much for listening Uh, we'll be back next week to talk about episode 203 say goodbye to the people robin bye robin
1: uh, but, by, by, uh, bye. I'm sorry. Did I stutter? Uh, Craptown uh, 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 Bye Robin. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. Bye, bye. Don't unsubscribe. Delay that <laughs> order. <laughs>